You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, between the two of us. It's like, don't love the sound of that. You have ad reads up? Yeah. Welcome in to Big Drive Energy, presented by our presenting sponsor, Pins and Aces. Both Mitch and I are rocking Pins and Aces shirts right now. I've got on the Digi Camo. Mitch has got on the Cherry Bomb. Cherrybomb.com. Drop some Cherry Bombs today. He did drop some Cherry Bombs today. We just got done playing a little round at Overland Park. We're going to recap that. We're going to also recap the final... PGA Tour quote-unquote event of the 2022 season. Weird ending um, because it ends before the year's even over, over almost. You know, a lot of places are getting into golf season. But, yeah, this this pod is brought to you by Pins and Aces. They're the coolest polos out there. Make sure you to go over to pinsandaces.com and use our promo code BDE. Get 15% off. The guy we played with at the course today was obsessed with our shirts, our hats, everything. He was hyped about it. You guys should get hyped about it, too. And you can use our promo code BDE to get 15% off plus free shipping. They have the beer sleeve. They have polos. They now have women's polos. Their ball markers are are awesome ball markers are great they make fucking everything i mean nick said his goal is to make everything except shoes so they're gonna have everything yeah just dress shirts freaking golf polos skirts women women's skirts uh women's or men's skirts it's 2022 yeah that's a fact uh and women's polos and so many other badass hats ball markers beer sleeves whatever you can think of they got it yeah, so check out pinsandaces.com. Use that promo code BDE, and you're saving 15% off. All right, let's tee it up. Where are you going now, skinny? You got a fucking sty. All my pants are dirty as fuck. Bro. It's Tuesday afternoon, week's barely started, and we've already played two rounds of golf. This is a foreign feeling. I have not fucking played this. I, I think I played this much golf, um, 36 holes, that I don't even know if I played 36 holes all of August other than these two rounds. I think this might be the last two days are pushing me over maybe 54 holes for the for the month. Yeah, it's a red letter day. Yeah. Um, we got to play Overland Park today. Uh, supposed to play up at Fox Hill. This Things is Big and, Drive Energy, by the way. This yeah, is uh, we already introduced. Well, it this before. is kind. Of, we didn't really like start the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Mitchell. This is Spencer. <laughs> One, two, three. Let's. Okay, we'll Let's cut that. Start. No, you don't have to cut anything. <laughs> I was kidding. I know. I know. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, yeah so we played a little golf today, played Overland Park. Uh, Spencer is kind of oblivious half the time. Like, we're, oh, what was it that was just so fucking funny when you were asking me where your ball was? <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, do you, you don't know where the fuck you hit it. Also, to be fair, you hit it really far right quite a few times, so we we were on a bit of a hunt. I was going to say, when did I not hit it really far right today? Um, On number three and one. One, you hit it left. Two, you, two is a part three. Three, you hit the fairway. Three, I clobbered that yeah, one. Yeah, you fucking munched that it. That was the last good one of the day. And then you turned that into a double. Oh, God, what a fucking joke. <laughs> What a fucking joke that was. I left, you know how you have those holes where you just leave and you're like, golf is just fucking hard. Yeah. That's how I felt. You didn't feel that way today. By the way, Mitchell just fired 69. Like it was nothing. It was kind of insane. He just kept, kept batting it around and just kept getting on the green. I actually hit driver putts. pretty well. I didn't, I hit a few wonky iron shots, uh, missed a few short putts. I missed a fucking three footer on 18 for birdie oh yeah um, well that's because he had to he did have to step off of it it's let's talk about how much of a minefield a course like overland is. oh my god dude it's fucking dangerous like so we play we got paired with this guy named is it angelo 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 and his wife wife was super cool they were both super cool and um uh, but they did get really high there towards the end and it was fucking hilarious because the more high they got the more they just wanted to talk and not golf and we played in four hours, so we got around pretty quick. Like, pace was good. But there was times where we could have hit where he's just standing there talking. Yeah, the wife didn't play. She was just chilling. She yeah, was yeah. working most of the time on And her laugh fucking cracked me up. Like, when she got high, she and then she started talking shit about him and his backswing. Like, they were talking about smoking weed, and she goes, yeah, he fucking, if he's, if he's standing, he's smoking weed. <laughs> and she was like... Before he eat, before he eats, smokes. Before he takes a shit, smokes. Before he works, smokes. When he wakes up, smokes. When he goes to bed, smokes. <laughs> and he's like, "You're not supposed to fucking talk in my backswing." <laughs> and that was actually, ironically, one of his best shots of the day. Yeah. It turned into a birdie. Uh, did he make that? Yeah, he made no, that. he missed that. No, I, I, made I made birdie there. I thought he made it on that. No, one. he missed it pretty far off oh, okay. yeah he made a par though which is pretty good for him yeah um and he actually was net birdie d- probably net oh yeah, for sure um fucking it's all about the net game baby but he was a decent stick and it was just funny because the higher he got the worse he got and on 17 he fucking basically like whiffed one um <laughs> well he topped it off the tee so he's hitting hybrid <laughs> you know hybrid approach shot on a 300 yard par four um, which is never a great feeling. We've all been there. Not trying to single him out, but then he he's standing over it like two seventy out, <laughs> and fucking just hits it like directly off the toe. He said it was a practice swing. It looked like he was addressing the ball. So not I'm not the fucking rules official over here, but it goes into this. He's like right next to the long grass, and it just goes fucking straight right into the fucking weeds. And he's like, oh, that was a practice. And he just like, that that was an accident. He just like quick rakes it out of the fucking weeds and like hits it again and only hits it like probably another like 100 yards. Fucking hilarious. The worst part was when, I mean, he was pretty fucking high by the end of it. Leaves his wedge and his putter right in the middle of the green. The group behind us is already hitting. And I was like, oh, is that your putter and wedge? He just takes off running towards the middle of the green. And I'm watching the dude in the fairway swing. And we just hear four... And he fucking ducks down, takes a, like, (laughs) 
takes a knee on the green and the ball flies like right over his head. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you? Like, just because I said that's your shit on the green doesn't mean go get it literally this second. And then he comes off and goes, well, that would have been funny if it would have hit me. And then he thinks about it. He's like, oh, not really. <laughs> Maybe not. I was like, yeah, that wouldn't have been fucking funny if it would have hit you. And his girl or his wife, he called her, her his girlfriend, but they had rings on. So I don't know. Maybe it was a side piece situation. I'm not quite sure how to take that, but uh, she almost got hit in the head too. Dude fucking cold shanked one off number 10. We were going to the 15th tee box, or we were on 14 green, and dude fucking hits one 45 degrees directly to the right, and we hear the fucking, you know, like the really, there's different kinds of four where you're like, four, like heads up like it's kind of coming in your direction and then there's like far there's far from the bottom like, of the fucking belly coming like, right and at, his was like, also a little little high pitchy and scared <laughs> you know he's like it's not it's past the point of like being pissed off you're like there was definitely a sense of urgency there yeah like, fucking like well, please the don't <laughs> the crazy thing is, is a course like that overland park that it's a city you know i would a very say the muni. Two, i would say that in welshire are the two places i've known that can be like the most violent fucking spots and just it's a it's a fucking war zone out there like you got to keep your head on a swivel at all times well because i was bare, like i was kind of paying attention i had already finished the hole and i'm standing there waiting for everybody else to finish and i didn't even realize like you don't realize where people are hitting from and that was a god-awful shot. I mean, that shouldn't have sniffed us. The well, one that almost hit his girl. Oh, for sure. But I was just like, what well, the also, fuck? Like, where could that even... I, they, I heard the four. Yeah. But I was like, that can't be for us. So I didn't duck. And then all of a sudden, she did but, a quick But jump. then, dude made me step off on 18. Because in the, the tee box was like, there was no... Literally on 18, there was no way anybody could hit us. Like, there was no possible... That's what you fucking think. No, but then he's like, oh, oh. Like, right when I'm in about in my backswing, and then I step off, and then I miss it. And I'm not blaming him for it, but I was just like, bro. Like, if you would have had any urgency four holes ago, maybe your girl almost wouldn't have gotten hit in the head. But you're fucking off in space talking about God knows what. Um but no, it was a fun round. It was yeah, a good time. Yeah, they were they were a good time, especially when they started getting high. And he came over, and he I could see the smoke billowing from the cart. And he came over, and he was like, "Hey, dude, do you guys do you smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah," like I was thinking cigar or whatever. And so he hands it to me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is weed." So I take like a fake hit because if you know me, you don't know what I'm like on weed. It's not a good like, stay off the weed. It's like an entire. Duh. I, I like I don't do it often. It's, the, I think the best way I put it, I I said it today. I was like, every time you get high, it's an event. Like something happens where you're just fucking, you're like mo, you're you're just fucking saying nonsense, talking out of like your head, or you're you're fucking pissing your pants, or you're who know like. Give me another example. What else? Oh, do you do I think you're these high? are a little bit of an exaggeration, but no, I think you've actually pissed yourself. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> well, um, maybe, but it's like it's just like I can't handle it. Yeah, I, I physically cannot handle. No, he's like an eight-year-old. The Colorado spice. Like, <laughs> he's like he's like an eight-year-old child when he gets high because he just like laughs at everything. He's like motor. His his your pace just changes quickly. Like you're moving around, you're laughing, then you're just like sitting there and you're super quiet. And yeah, I just you just like know. look at you and you can tell there's just nothing behind those eyes. Yeah. Well, and shout out to us because we legitimately just played a sober round of golf. 
Yeah. Both of us, not a single drink. Cart girl rolled around a couple times. Gatorade and couple rolled of Gatorades. pretzels. Still took care of her, still tipped her 10 bucks. Not tip shaming, but take care of the cart girls no matter fucking what. No matter if you get a water, if you get something, tip her. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it, you got to. Because they're out there grinding in the hot. Like, that shit's not easy. No. Like, it's hot. It's well, and the other, it was actually funny because the first time we talked to her, I think we were teeing off on hole six, and it's kind of next to hole one. Like, every hole's next to every other hole out there, basically. Um, And so, this dude on hole one, he's like right in my backswing. He's like, yo, they redesigned this hole. (laughs) And like, just fucking like looking at his buddies, and I'm trying to swing. And I actually striped it. Like, I hit it well, but I looked, I was trying to talk to Spencer. He wasn't paying attention, but actually the cart girl listened. And I was like, did you hear that, dude? And she's like, yeah, I actually noticed that. Like, the dude just fucking screaming right in your backswing. I was like, yeah, that was great. Um, But getting into my round a little bit, nothing really to speak of. Uh, I had two bogeys, five birdies. Uh, The back nine is a little more straightforward than the front nine. I kind of got in a groove. First of all, we both got there five minutes before the tee time. It was supposed to be my fucking day off, and I was drove halfway across Colorado and back, it felt like, before I got to Overland. So I was a little fucking off the wall. Like, I, I needed to take a few deep breaths. Didn't hit a single putt, didn't make a single swing. Stepped up to the first tee, kind of just fucking willy-nilly, trunk slamming it. So the front nine was a little shaky, uh, one of my bogeys, cause I hit it behind a tree, uh, off the tee and another bogey. What was my other bogey? Oh, it was just a stupid fucking bogey. I missed like a five footer. Um, you know, it happens. And then back nine, no bogeys, uh, two birdies. Okay, so I three birdies. I, did I make three? No. Cause I was one under on the front and two under on the back and I didn't have any bogeys on the back. So I just bogey or I birdied the par five and I birdied, birdied the par. F- didn't I birdie a par four? Didn't I make a putt? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Um, missed a three footer on 18, though, which kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But overall, for playing as much golf as I do, um, I was not super pissed off about it. Spencer's got this weird thing going with his driver right now where he just can't hit it anywhere but way right. So let's get into that a little bit. Well, it's I'm apparently get, get not... Get into your mental... I'm apparently not rotating enough, but I think when I try... You're just like leaning into, like at impact, like you're not opening. You're just lean, like you're you're laterally moving your body towards the target. Or is that... Is that yeah, it'd be lateral? Towards, yeah, that's lateral. Okay. Lateral movement. Yeah. Pretty quick laterally. Yeah. So you're leaning and you're just like getting stuck at impact where everything's like, I kind of, it's not a literal term, but it kind of looks like you're like fucking dog. <laughs> like you're throwing that right hip out, but you're not actually rotating. How about just like a nice hockey hip check? No, well, that's, yeah, but you're not actually turning. I don't know where fucking dog comes from. Like, you're just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I just thought of that one day. I was teaching this member who's just, I'm, he's going to remain nameless, but his swing is not great, and he's struggled a lot, and I, that's just what popped into my head. Like, he wasn't rotating. He's just throwing this, like, right hip out in front of him, and I'm like, it looks like you're trying to, uh, I don't know, trying to give it a little, uh, from... <laughs> A little letter, Kenny Coach. Uh, what's that coach's name? <laughs> oh fuck! They just call him Coach. I coach think. yelling at his team. Yeah. Fucking oh yeah. Dog. Fuck me to you, fuck dog. <laughs> that is an all-time good letter, Kenny. Uh, all-time clip. good moment from Letter yeah. Kenny. But yeah, I just can't. 
Driver right now, driver for me is, you after the second hole, well, the second hole I hit driver. The first hole I hit driver, actually. No, you didn't. No, I'm saying the oh, first oh, hole okay. that on I the third hole is the first the time you hit driver. And it was like one, it was the best drive of the day, the only good drive of the day. <laughs> and then I just start, I just start blocking it right. And then I just get fr- like, I try to aim left. And then the one hole I did aim left and I was like, okay, I'm going to cut one. And then I hit it dead straight. The, the, the one thing I noticed about Spencer's game too, that I think I identified is whenever he's trying to work the ball, he never like sets up to work the ball. He always tries to manipulate it at impact. And I think that's why you struggle so much. Like, no offense. Jesus, but, acting like I'm a 30 handicap. No, but here. you, dude, when you try to manipulate it, you hit it all over the fucking place off the tee. Is that not a fact? That's facts. Yeah, and you're just like... No cap. You're like trying to like, you're f- trying to flip at it at impact, basically. Yeah. I, like, yeah, that, I, I don't see that working well. I can get my... I don't... I got some pretty strong wrists. I can... Yeah, you know, I know. Flip you it get over. a lot of work in there, but that doesn't mean you need to fucking flip it at the bottom every time. And then he... He pulls like every like when you're giving your girlfriend a lesson, when you're giving your mom somebody that doesn't want to listen to you. Spencer like doesn't want to listen to me anything I have to say about his golf swing because he tees it up super low, and then that just creates more spin. And apparently, he's not he doesn't know that teeing it up lower actually makes it go higher because it you're hitting more down on it, so it creates more backspin. Um, but he wanted to prove a point, so he tees it up higher and pops it up. He goes, wish I didn't have to prove a point, but that's why I hit it so fucking high. And then he just quick turns, blames it on me. I'm like, oh, that's why you hit it high, not because you fucking flipped at it, added a bunch of loft, and popped it up. Yeah, I had to absolutely prove a point. Though. Yeah, and it wasn't a point because that wasn't even that bad. Like, you just, and you actually hit it into the left, at, like, just off the left side of the fairway, not fucking 80 yards right. So does that not prove a point? Like you didn't hit it left or you didn't hit it right. You hit it. I just fucking, skied it. I fucking you put skied. Yeah, but that no, you didn't. But that doesn't mean teeing it up too high is the issue. Like teeing it up lower is just going to make it go higher. So it was. But that's it, also not a direct. Like you can't correlate teeing it up higher to making it go higher. But all, in a vacuum, that, teeing it up higher doesn't make it go higher. Correct. But in or a vacuum, in a vacuum, it would technically make it go higher, but. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go higher. But also teeing it up lower doesn't mean it's going to go higher either then. That's uh, not no, I mean, there's no exacts, but I think teeing it up higher is going to encourage you to swing more up on it and create less spin because that's where that fucking balloon ball high into the right comes from. Like, you feel me, G? Yeah, I feel you. you picking just... up, you, so you just need to take like a step back and just think about this and not, not just get fucking worked up right off the bat. <laughs> Um, one other thing about Spencer's round that he does, and I think everybody's a victim of it. Like once he started kind of playing, he, he didn't play bad. But he didn't play great. Once he kind of like cashed it in, he was just like fucking just basically non, non, uh, he just wasn't there. Like, you know, fucking kind of tossed in the towel early. What's that term? Like waving the white flag. Yeah. Well, you just like kind of lost interest. You know what I mean? Like you, I was like, Spencer, get out of the cart, hit the shot. Like, you're just fucking jerking around doing other Oh, shit. yeah. Well, normally, I know, normally... I know if you were playing well, you'd have been paying a little more attention and fucking, like... Right, but Looking normally, more forward to actually getting out of the cart to hit a golf shot. Yeah, the thing is, is it's not that I'm not paying enough attention. I just don't want to hit said golf shot. Like, when I just know it's not going to go in the general vicinity that I'm looking for it to go, I kind of, like, delay and hitting I just shot. say, I would think that that's not generally a great way to face your problems, like, in golf and in life. You kind of got to face him head on. You can't just avoid that shit. You feel me? 
Are we just going into a therapy session? Well, uh, maybe, that? yeah. We're on couches or we're, <laughs> we're in chairs. Like, we can fucking, we can hash this out right here. Is this being recorded? <laughs> Don't you have to legally let me know oh, this is being recorded? This is uh, patient-doctor confidentiality right here. Okay. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Me and Vic Lombardi, doctors. Doctors of the golf swing. Okay, but that's enough about our round. I mean, overall, I had a good time. Well, real quick, let's talk about yesterday's round. Homes for our troops. Great event, um, the 12th annual Mulligans for Military out at the Valley Holy of Fun. Holy shit, that's already number 12. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think we've been there for pretty much all of them in some capacity or another. Now, you know, we, I've, we've probably been consistently playing since, I would say, 2014, maybe. 93, I was born. 03, 13, <laughs> yeah, 21. Wow. Yeah, I'd say right around 2000, probably. We've been probably playing eight or nine years. Um but it, it's a great, great tournament for a great cause. We're actually out out at the Valley of Fun. I think we're like, we're, we've always been a top 10 Homes for Our Troops fundraiser over the course of the the life of this Mulligans for Military What are we over? Probably 600 grand now donated? Probably right around, yeah, 600, 700 grand. So, Built and, a couple houses for sure. Yeah, and what that does is Homes for Our Troops build houses for the severely injured, you know, gives them all the... All the bells and whistles that they need, bigger, wider door uh, frames and, and lower countertops and things like that for guys that are in, guys or gals, um, veterans that are in wheelchairs. So great cause. Played a little four-person scramble. And uh, everybody that voted on our Twitter poll or Instagram poll, if you're not following us, do that uh, at Big Drive Energy on Twitter. And then on, on Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod, we put a little poll out there of what we were going to shoot. You think we're not shooting under 60 or out of your fucking tree. Exactly. Like, like the, all those people can, I'm subtly that's, that's disrespectful right now yeah. because that's fucked. Yeah. Like even with 220 just the two, Just the two of us, I think, I mean, putting is the only thing that comes into question. The only thing that the 220 plus handicaps contributed were putts. Um, every other full shot was hit by yeah, us. Yeah, I think every single full Except, shot. Except, no, we took one of Chris's approach shots, but... We didn't make the putt anyways. It was one of our pars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I hit it like to probably 15 feet. He hit it to like 12. So, Well, and I knew it was going to be a bad day when the first hole, I... So, for the record, I think birdieing the first hole is a bad omen, and I'm not alone in that thought. Not um, in a fucking scramble, dude. Um, We're no, 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 no. I'm just talking about it individually here. Because I individually birdied the first hole. But I'm just saying for my just personal Just the fact game, that you even like remember in that... Well, I hit the tee shot and then I stuck it to a foot and tapped it in. Just saying, I'm just saying I remember that. And then in my mind, like if I did that in an actual round where I was playing my own individual ball, I'm destined for 85 to 90 that day, 100%. Because like I start like, oh, what's the course record? Oh, could I shoot 29 on this side? You know, like when you birdie that first hole or a couple times I've even hold out, like I think twice I've hold out for Eagle at Spring Valley on the first hole and I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, this is here comes a low one and then i just can't hit anything for shit the rest of the day i fucking cold shanked one on three cold shanked a wedge uh that's always fun i i don't know like what's going on in my head right now like i'm not playing that bad of golf like i'm probably if 10 is my peak and one was me just picking up a club for the first time i'm probably in the six or seven range right now so more on the peak side not not peaking though definitely not no peaking duck here and i i think about the word shank every iron shot i hit i'm like what if i shank this dude you're a mental midget like you need to get over that there's nothing wrong with midgets 
you need to understand that words are we doing therapy here words hurt <laughs> words hurt but you don't need to attach fucking feelings and actions to words like you're literally you're you're speaking it into it like you're you're putting the feel it you're putting value to those words like i can say fucking shank blah 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 shank this shank that it shouldn't have any fucking feeling to you it should not change your mindset at, at like, what's the story there? What's going on? I don't know why. I, I'm just scared of, like, sometimes I get in a habit of where I don't think about the word at all. It doesn't cross my mind. And then it just, like, creeps in sometimes. I'm like, oh, what if? And I, you know, I do, I, I do as I say, not as I do. Because, or I tell people. <laughs> where to, are you even go? Yeah. We're sober, dude. I don't know what. I we're sober just, as fuck I think right I'm now. just tired. Yeah. I, it's been a long few weeks. It's been a long couple years. <laughs> it's been a long 28 years, you know, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, I just like it creeps into my mind and then I hit sometimes I hit it and I hit it off the face and I'm just happy. And sometimes I cold shank it and it's just not Yeah. I don't know. You just got to get out, you just got to get that out of your head, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but and I know shanking it's a very real thing and totally I know so. it can like take your brain over if you're fucking struggling with it, but you just can't, you need to remove yourself from those words and realize it's just a word. And like, it's the word itself means nothing. It's 2022. Every word means something now, <laughs> dude. Come on. You got to be was more. That, was that insensitive s- of me? Stay woke. Dude. I was going to say, I need to get more woke. Um, okay. Let's talk about the tour championship. Do you have anything else you want to contribute? Not about my round, but okay. <laughs> talking about the tour championship, shout out to our boy, Brian Anderson. He hopped on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Saturday or someday midday Saturday and got Rory at 20 to 1 or 15, 20 to 1 to win the Tour Championship when he was back like five strokes. And you guys can hop into the DraftKings Sportsbook app using that promo code DNVR and get ready for football season. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and to celebrate the return of football, they're giving new customers a can't miss offer. All you have to do is place Bet $5 on any football game, and you get $200 in free bets instantly. Everyone can experience the thrill of the DraftKings early win promotion off the first game of the season. If you're a better um, and you're a degenerate like we are, there is no way you're not placing five minimum, minimum $5, not dollars, but a minimum of five to ten bets on that first game. I mean, come on. Bills and Rams, two Super Bowl favorites, the opening game of the NFL season, like preseason was fun. We all enjoy preseason for X amount of time because football feels like it's back. But like Sunday, I knew there was two preseason games on and I just couldn't get up for it. I couldn't, I couldn't get excited for it. It's, it's a little bit, uh, it just when it, you know, it just doesn't matter when it doesn't, the outcome of the game doesn't matter. You know, we watch for certain things, especially when the Broncos are playing, uh, good to see them beat the Vikings in the stadium. Good to be back. You were back in the stadium for the first time in a year. Oh, yeah. It was and, fucking great. You yeah. know, there's nothing like Mile High Stadium. No. Not, nothing hits the same. No, nothing hits the same as, as Empower Field at Mile High Stadium. But football's back, and you guys can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook. If you bet, uh, it's called the Get Up 7, you win. You bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game – you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. This is a good bet for Monday night, opening night when the Broncos play at Seattle. They're going to be up seven at some point. Are they going to win the game? 
I sure hope so, but I think Russ and company is going to cook. They're going to go right into Lumen Field. God, it's weird how all these field names change. I hate it because you get so used to it. When you know when Heinz Field... Is that a boomer thing? That's a boomer take. Well, yeah, dude, Heinz should be Heinz forever. Like, what the fuck are they doing there? Correct. But you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DNVR to get $250 or $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's DraftKings Sportsbook. That's promo code DNVR. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. A bonus I- bonuses are issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook or slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we also got a new sponsor uh, in the DNVR realm, the all-city realm. I am super hyped about this sponsor. So you obviously are listening to this podcast because you like golf or you think we're funny uh, or you like us, you know, which is a very few people on this planet. I'll <laughs> Count them that. on one hand. Yeah, exactly. Our mom, maybe some of our relatives. Our mom doesn't listen. No, but she likes us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... Yeah, she just can't figure out podcasts. You know, we got to get... She is subscribed. So Boomer. Thanks for, thanks for the subscribe, mom. Um, but game time. Game time is... We so use it all the sick. time. Yeah. Like it it's fucking Dude, uh, and we we were we were like game timing before game time, but now game time allows us to game time. Because we've been going to away games for almost ten years now. We go to one Broncos away game every year, and we've decided that going to the game and like when we're heading to the game looking at tickets, the prices always drop. So you're always gonna get tickets for cheaper when you wait till the last minute, which is like I know everyone has a problem with procrastinating. The, this is one time procrastinating can benefit you. Wait to fucking get the tickets till you're heading to the game. You're in the Uber. Buy the tickets. You know, the fucking, you're walking there. Buy the tickets. I wouldn't recommend scootering and trying to buy tickets because those scooters will fuck you up. Um, no matter if you're sober, you're hammered, you're whatever. Those scooters will mangle you. So don't do anything while you're scootering. Just scooter. But if you're riding in the car or you're walking to the game or whatever, you're sitting at the bar before the game, Buy those tickets. Like all the prices are going to drop right half hour, fifteen minutes before game time, and that's why game time is so fucking clutch. Yeah, well, and you can just like you said, roll up to the game. You're saving a ton of money. Every You're standing time. in line for security. Yeah, buy the tickets. Yeah, those lines suck. They're super long. You can buy tickets there, and they get delivered right to your phone. I know we've used a couple of other janky apps in the past. Jank. Remember, we were at a Vikings game, Broncos Vikings game. Used a different app. Almost didn't get our tickets. We were like waiting, waiting, waiting. Game time. I went to a Rockies game a couple weeks ago and got tickets right behind the Rockies bench or Rockies dugout, I guess, bench and dugout for like 20 bucks. It was insane. And I was sitting right and you wait till the game starts or right before the game starts and game time hooks it up. It's an app that's created by the fans for the fans. That's why it's so dope because it's a fact people like us, we should have like thought big of that. sports fans. They yeah. created an app where it's like, Hey, you know, you can click in there and you can see all the different deals and it gives you a map view. Um, it also gives you a priceless view. So if you're only spending a certain amount, you're not paying too much attention to the game. Uh, anybody at Coors field, pretty much under the age of 30. Uh, that's how it is, but you can get in for super cheap or you can get really good tickets at, that are super expensive, absolute inexpensive, great deals. Uh, a lot of games coming up here in the Denver area. Of course, we got a ton of Broncos home games. We still got the last month of Rocky season. Make sure you're checking that out. And then uh, before long, we'll have the Nuggets and Avs back. And great spot, game time. Make sure you hit it up and use that code 
Um, go through the DNVR link when you buy those game time tickets, and then we'll get that. We'll let people know. Hey, people that are listening to DNVR, listening to Big Drive Energy, are using game time. So make sure you check out game time. Use that link through DNVR, and you're going to get the chance to get the best tickets at the lowest prices and sit in the best seats, some of the seats that you never thought you'd be able to sit in before. I know that's a, that's a huge thing for us. Every time we go to an away game, we're hopping on the Game Time app, either right before the game or as we're tailgating, so make sure you're checking out Game Time. All right, man, let's get into the Tour Championship. Could um, this be a better scenario? Jay Monahan the- just cr- sitting back, creaming his fucking shorts. I swear, like, I mean, we'll we'll obviously get into it more, but just broad spectrum recap here. Uh, it felt like NBC had a fucking earpiece in Scotty Scheffler's ear, telling him to just shit his pants. Uh, that final eighteen, because so quick recap: he Scotty Scheffler goes into the final round or starts Sunday, so the final round was not done. He had like six, five holes left. I think he had five holes left in his third round and then played the, the final round. Um, I think he was leading by three going into uh, Sunday, so into the end of the third round. And he finishes the third round like three under par through like five holes. He's, he's got a six-shot lead going into – I think he had a six-shot lead going into uh, the the finale, right? Right around there. Yeah, yeah going, into the, going into the last round. Proceeds to make more bogeys all week than he's made, or makes more bogeys in one nine than he's made all week. It felt like on that front nine, lets everybody back in. I honestly thought Xander Schauffele was going to do it, um, and then he kind of fell off. It really just wasn't his day Sunday. But then Rory, I think Rory getting into that final group, tying Schauffele and actually pushing Schauffele out of that final group, and playing with Scheffler definitely put a little bit of pressure on him. So. Uh, I think Rory just has been there before. And as much as Scotty's won this year, and here's another thing. I don't want to jump too far all over the map, but Scotty's made like 19 million bucks this year. He would have made like $37 million if he would have won the FedEx Cup. That is like far and away the highest earnings of any year on the PGA Tour. Like he already had the highest single highest earning year ever uh, before the Tour Championship. He made like 19, 18, 19 million bucks. And if you would have won um, the Tour Championship, I mean, still, what do you end up making? 24? Because yeah, I think second. Six and a half. Uh, second okay, so he's six pr- and a half. probably like 25 million bucks this year. And that's on the golf course. That's fucking bananas. Like, that's hard to wrap your head around. But Rory had just been there before. He came down the stretch. The I would say the biggest turning point was Rory was one shot back going into 15, the par three. That fucking treacherous hole we've talked about, where they actually flipped nines. Do do you remember this? They flipped nines like five years ago, I think. There, the the back nine used to be the front. Obviously, flipping nines. I don't mansplain it to you. Yeah, go more into depth about. Fuck off. Um, But so this this used to be hole number six. Now it's hole number fifteen. Is that checkout? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, But this par three plays two twenty fucking onto this little peninsula green. I, I think it's harder than uh, 17 at Sawgrass because it's fucking 70, 80 yards longer. Like that, people that think that distance doesn't matter, like with 
the toughness of a shot, it 110% matters because statistically speaking, the further you're away from the hole, the harder it is to get it close. That's just a statistical fact. There's no debunking any of that shit. So it's hard as fuck. The peninsula is like this little sliver off the pond. It looks like it's not even there. It's always windy. It's fucking, it's a, it's a nightmare. Like I'd hit, I, there was a one day where I looked at that. I was like, I'd probably have to hit three wood. Like I'm not shitting you. I'd probably have to bus hybrid in the middle of that green. Bus. Bus. Um, but people don't realize how far these dudes hit it. Like five iron from 220. Fuck no. At sea level? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, well, I saw a stat on regarding that hole. I think it was sun. It was mid-Sunday, and I don't know if it held true the whole way through. But nobody hit it in the water on that no hole shit. the entire week. And that was just like a... How good are these guys? Yeah, like, people are laughing at a guy like Corey Connors who shit himself in the FedEx Cup playoffs in the championship. Actually, shit himself? Um, maybe <laughs> because his score was awful compared to everyone else's. Yeah, but a guy like that just to get to that point and, and then, then like, just fall apart. Yeah, but overall, just how good his game is. Like, yeah, you throw. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be capable of that kind of thing. But you throw a scratch golfer out there just in shoot eighty five. Yeah, at minimum. Nah, yeah, I think eighty five is pretty reasonable. Um, but yeah, the the big turning point of the tournament was uh, when Rory went into fifteen down one. He hits it to like forty feet, barely catches the left edge of the green. The pin's back right, which is just diabolical. Well, Sunjay M missed it. Like you could tell, he was aiming at the middle of the green, overcut it. And hit it like seven feet right of the hole, which is like, no, guarantee you he wasn't fucking, do, he didn't do that on purpose. Guarantee it. But in made birdie, and in was actually in it tore t- till the end until he, did he sh- piss down his leg on seven? Six? No. Uh, well, he made oh, a was, double was bogey on like 14 or 15. Okay. And then he made a couple birdies, and then he... He really fucked himself because now, granted, this changes the way Rory and Scotty play the hole, or Rory more specifically, I guess. But eighteen is a pretty gettable par five. Like, yeah, Rory it, had like two ten in. Yeah, and, and he, he ended oh, up but making he, par. But Sunjay left it on top of the fucking Sunjay M made par there, knowing that he was one shot back of the leaders because he was at twenty. Yeah. He made par on 18, which he could have been up to 21. Oh, he and could then have, that changes the way Rory, or it doesn't necessarily, it could have changed the way Rory played the oh, hole. But sure. if Rory doesn't make birdie there, M all of a sudden comes, like Rory came from the top rope, M came from the rooftop and would have been <laughs> from in a the pl- fucking, yeah. dropped in from the, the fucking rafters. Yeah, Rocky style. Yeah. And he, but yeah, like he made a huge mistake there not making four. And I know I'm sitting here after I, making I definitely no birdies think it, all day. It wasn't today. for a lack of effort. Like he was trying to make birdie. No, he was, but he just made a, a mistake there, not giving himself a legitimate chance because he left it on top of that hill and had like two seventy in or some shit. Like yeah, that, and and then he hit it short, and then like, but like they kind were of fucked it around. But they were like, that would that's like so at the time. Oh, he's like, like oh, it's a they, domino they, effect they, of like if M makes birdie here, then what does Scheffler do on this hole? What does Rory do? But it was pretty funny too because Rory had it pretty dialed. I never even finished my story about fifteen. Rory makes a 40-footer from the left side of the green, pins back right, makes it, walks it in, gives that, like, let's go fist pump. And Rory, credit to him, he is a great fist pumper. Like, he is, he has perfected his own move, and he does it well. He doesn't look awkward. He doesn't look like he's, he's not, like, giving his caddy the fist and, like, turkey in the caddy where his caddy's got the high five up. He's fisting it. 
Um, that I'm just talking about high fives here and turkeys, but he doesn't have any of that awkward shit. He does his own thing and it fucking hits every time. Like when Rory's on, he gives like the let's go, like primal fucking scream. That shit gets me going. Like things are moving at that point when I see Rory do that. Yeah. And he, he's just an electric factory from the standpoint of like, you look at him as a kid just this Irish, nice, like super nice kid, innocent, chubby face. Yeah, and nice, when he's cut and it's, as fuck, worth it's almost ninety percent, ninety nine percent of PGA Tour players don't give that look of like not athleticism. Like Rory looks very athletic from the neck down, from the top up, from the neck up. He kind of looks like just a goofy dude that you'd see on the streets of Ireland, you know, drinking a couple Guinness or whatever. But the the just the look of golfers doesn't give you that like you wouldn't think a fist pump would be a cool thing you know you look at them you're like like when somebody like when Aaron Donald fucking holds two helmets and just looks like the absolute Hulk and <laughs> like Sean McVay is like oh god oh god like yeah. what are we gonna do with this guy like you can just look at a guy like Aaron Donald that's and be like, like okay. primal are you yeah. just talking about like I'm just a, talking about pr- yeah primal in general like you're fucking like you're a Neanderthal going to you just killed like a mammoth yeah but like when you look at any professional golfer there's maybe like four or five they're dudes soft out as there. baby shit yeah like even Tiger. Like Tiger in his prime. Tiger's got like that, like lurking, like, like kind of like a tiger type of look where he just, even though he's like silent, like his silence like speaks volumes. But then Rory, he just has like a very like unique personality, but it's very, like he, he doesn't hold anything back. He's definitely not your, your even keeled, like Jason Duffner, Brendan Todd, like just fucking blank Chris, Chris Kirk, like your blank face, like go out there don't smile, don't do a thing. He like wears his emotions on his sleeve. I mean, remember Trump when he fucking threw his four iron in the middle of the pond on 18? Like, that's the shit I love. And that, like, as much as we've given Rory shit about just riding the PGA Tour because he's made hundreds of millions off the PGA Tour, um, he's great for the tour in general. Like, they couldn't have drawn up. It was either him or, like, I would say even Justin Thomas is a little bit more vanilla. Like, Rory or uh, Jordan Spieth's more vanilla. Scotty Scheffler's vanilla as fuck. That's why I root against him. He just doesn't have a personality. Like, we don't need to get into my whole Scotty Scheffler dislike, but uh, he, he, I just see, rather see anyone else that, like, smiles, that, like, laughs, has a personality, has a reaction, because that's good TV. Like, you know what I mean? That's That's, like, podcasting and, like, doing just images. Like, they're doing just TV, and they're expressing nothing. Except for golf shots. And I'm not saying it needs to be the fucking WWE, but show me something. Like, make yeah. it good TV. Scotty Scheffler, this has to... Is this, like, the first tournament where... He's pissed he, it away. Yeah. Is, like, this is the first real... Because choke. the guys get that get the rep either way. Yeah. They get the rep of, like, oh, this guy's going to choke every tournament. I don't, think, I don't think he's got that. Like, I think this is just, like... I At the end of the day, the way Rory finished... Luckily for Scotty, in my opinion, I think it's going to be thought more of Rory winning it. Does it yeah. Oh, yeah. You like, can, it's not Scotty. Like, Rory played well enough. Oh, there's a knot on my nose. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, that thing was just on my wrist a minute ago. Yeah. Um, maybe inhaled it through one of these fucking huge nostrils I got. Uh, but Ro- I think Rory won it. I don't think Scotty. Scotty, definitely, there's part of him that lost it, for sure. But overall, I think it's going to be remembered more as Rory playing well enough to win it, even though Scotty shot, what, three or four over? Like, and he hadn't even sniffed shooting over par the first three days. So 
I think the pressure got to him. I mean, and honestly, like, that's what a fucking big paycheck like that does. A fucking massive paycheck. Even for live guys. Eight, <laughs> I mean, 18 million in one tournament, that's, as far as I know, you know, unless there's been some crazy Phil Mickelson fucking side games, um, that's been the only time ever that that much money has been played for in a single PGA Tour event. So, of course, that's in the back of their heads. Like, you're thinking of buying a fucking compound in the Bahamas. You're That's... That's huge money. That's not that's not a new car. That's a fucking that's three big houses. <laughs> yeah, and Rory well, and Rory does not in it for the money. No. Clearly. And that's the crazy thing. Like Rory's one of the richest dudes out there. He fucking Nike gave him 250 million bucks 10 12 years ago. Like, Do you think that makes it easier for him to win an pr- event like this? I think this? so. Yeah. I don't think he gives a baker's fuck about the money. Like this is for his grandkids' grandkids. Like Colorado is going to be an island by the time Rory runs out of fucking money because that's how much money that dude's got. Yeah, and like you said, couldn't have drawn it up better for the PGA Tour. I think both Rory is the epitome right now of putting his money or his lack of money where his mouth is with the PGA Tour and live because he won, was it at Congressional or where did he win this year? The Canadian Open maybe? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. The, The week after he came out talking a bunch of shit. Like, Rory's just one of those clutch guys that can back up his talk. Yeah, and so him... Which like, makes it that much better. He is, like, the th- he is like the Thor of, like, the PGA Tour, where, like, he ultimately can he's, just hold back he's everything got every, his hammer. Yeah. His hypothetical he's hammer. He's carrying everybody on the PGA Tour right now. Uh, like, 100%. His back has got to be sore as fuck from carrying everybody else in their shitty golf. Yeah, because everybody else is getting questions about it, and then he just keeps standing. He keeps his... It would be hilarious if he like actually left at some point. But They're like, dude, you, I, okay, what do you think, hypothetical, what do you think they offered him? Because everybody's got a number. They offered Tiger Woods eight hundred million. Yeah, I would. I would imagine. I he, bet somewhere in the two fifty to three hundred million range. It had to be at least maybe even maybe five. more. Yeah, maybe closer to five hundred. Because like, who else could the live get that is that more influential like, than Tiger Woods or Rory uh, below Tiger Woods yeah. other than Rory McIlroy? I don't think it's anybody right I now. I mean, Cam Smith's a big get right now, but he like Cam Smith's only been on the scene for like three years. Rory's been doing this for ten. Yeah, you know? which is still crazy to me. Oh, I know. He, I think he's been on tour for twelve or thirteen years. It's insane. He That's just feels fucking like he, bananas, and he's th- like thirty-two or thirty-three, and it feels like we watch this dude grow up. And I think that's what is so cool about sports, and I think that's why everybody loves Rory um, because he's been on the scene for so long, and he started on the European tour, um, you know, and worked his way over here, and then he wins majors in his early twenties, and then he he's already had like a full career. You know, he's had the highs, he's had the lows, and he's gotten back to the highs now. And he's he's fucking all over the place. And honestly, we've talked about Rory a million times being the guy that can't hold the lead or or will be out of it coming into Sunday and shoot this way low round and not win. But he finally came all the way back and did it. Like, And I would love to clip our, our last week's pod talking about where we thought guys needed to be to get back to win. And Rory started at four under, and then he tripled his first hole. I actually tweeted it because I thought it was fucking crazy. After the first hole, he was nine back of the lead with 71 holes to go. And he played those next 71 holes in 21 under or 20 under and won the fucking golf tournament. Like he played, he shot 63 Saturday, which really set him up to make that charge on Sunday. Cause, you know, he's even two. 
he shoots 64, 65, it's a mental thing. Like where if you don't think you can come back, you're not going to. And I think Rory shooting super low Saturday kind of like fucking set the pace for him where he's like, oh, I can go do this on Sunday, you know? Well, he's like that horse that doesn't like to be in the lead of the yeah. Kentucky Derby. He wants to come back. Exactly. And I think he's much he's better for from that. that position versus some guys don't have the talent to do that. Yeah. Some guys have to have a, a, a blown, you know what, the first two <laughs> rounds, three rounds, and then try to viciously hold on on a Sunday. Oh, for sure. Like, They're oh, just white knuckling it. He, yeah. He's he, the just one free, that, he just gets more freed up. Like you can just tell he just swings free. He's not steering it. And Scotty off the tee was fucking terrible. He kept hitting it left. And I think he was trying, he's usually, he's been a cutter of the golf ball and he's hit that patented little cut. Um, but he was just uh, probably stalling his pivot at impact. If I had to guess anything and, Obviously, it's nothing that you can visually see because it's fucking milliseconds. But if his body stops rotating at all and that club face is flipping a little like we talked about you kind of doing it at times or not doing um, and everybody's a victim of it. But his what, what it comes down to is I think his sequencing just got off where those baby fades were turned into big poles. And if you're aiming up the left center of the fairway and you're pulling it, you're in the fucking trees, especially at Eastlake. So... One other mention real quick of the Tour Championship is Max Homa. Dude shot 61 Saturday, put himself in fucking great position, ended up finishing fifth place, cashed a cool two and a half, three. I think, in my opinion, he's had the most, like, has any golfer ever been more of a meme, like, getting laughed at for, like, quote-unquote, not being a tour guy and, like, playing bad and fucking like most self-deprecating like talk shit about his own game everybody laughs at him like he's kind of like a meme has anybody like that ever had a better season than he had this year because he fucking won twice he finished top five on the at the tour championship he contended at some majors like for everybody talking shit about him and him being like the quote-unquote laughing stock like oh the fortinet win wasn't a win you know shit like that like everybody giving him shit he had a fucking phenomenal year, and he's he is like low key a top ten golfer in the world right now, one hundred percent. But super low key because everyone just thinks of him as like that guy that laughs at himself and is like your marginal PGA Tour player. Yeah, the guy that talks shit on Twitter to other people. He's like, more known for his Twitter account, one hundred percent. And I think he just had such a fucking low key great year, and I'm really really actually happy for the guy. I started following his wife on TikTok, and they just seem like normal ass people, like. And, you know, you never really know, no. It's like saying, like, oh, this guy's a great guy. He signed my fucking baseball once. Like, that doesn't, you don't know him, know him. Um, like, all the stories that have come out about Phil Mickelson, everyone thinks he's a great guy, and behind closed doors, he's a giant asshole. Um, but it really just seems like Max is, like, a super cool, super chill dude. And his wife, like, they just seem like normal-ass people. And I think he's going to have that kid in the next few months. So look out for Max next year. Maybe this is a clippable... Uh, clippable other, and I even call. I mean, his second win I called this year. What what was it? The Barracuda. <laughs> the uh, I don't want to talk now. I'm just doing the same thing that I said that everyone's been doing about Max Homa and yeah, talking shit about his wins. Out of that rut. Yeah, but so it, Max Homa major winner in 2023. I think he can win a major. Yeah, hundred percent. If I'm one? right, I want all the credit. If I'm wrong, I want none of the blame. Which one? Let's double down. Um, I'm gonna go with the U.S. Open. Okay. I think he's got the game for it. You heard it here first. Max, Max Homa, Homa, U.S. Open winner. 2023 U.S. Open Put that Open futures champion. ticket out there. 
Love that. Yep. Head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm sure at the beginning of 2023, before the major start, you can get that ticket. Um, let's pivot a little bit. Still on the Rory Tiger train. I just want to talk a little bit about this because it's a pretty big deal in golf. We don't have too many details yet, but the TGL. Yeah, it's a weird fucking concept. Like, it's an arena? It's in an arena. Yeah, so this is from Front Office Sports. Um Tiger and Rory announcing a tech-infused golf league uh, called the TGL. I, uh, tech I don't, golf league? Is that tech golf league? Is golf, that on maybe? the nose? Tiger's golf league. Um, tees off in 2024. It's going to be Monday nights, so we go right from Monday night football. I think they stop that divisional round. I think once it gets to the divi- or the champ, yeah, am I right on that? I know the NFL was doing some stuff with their scheduling where they were uh, making the games – when there was four left, which would be a divisional round, they were making one game on a Monday night, I believe. Um, and then, of course, championship round is definitely just Saturday, Sunday. So they will start playing in 2024. So we've got about a year and, and some months until this starts. But it's a new golf league that are, operates at, in partnership with the PGA Tour. So it's going to be Monday nights, like I said. Uh, specifically designed first-of-their-kind virtual courses in front of a live crowd and a larger television audience. Um, there it almost be, seems like a bit of a game show. Yeah, it, again, it could be. And it like sounds... Steph Curry's The thing that's kind of sad is I think it's... Uh, Rory said in a quote that they've been working on this for two years. So it's kind of unfortunate that it's coming out now. They're forcing like their a, hand. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a grab. And announcing something that is... Still at four, 16 months away is definitely a little early. Like, I feel like they're, oh, that's they're, part of it. Oh, for sure. 100%. Like, that's, that's like when people say they have a wedding date and it's like two years from now. You're like, who gives a fuck? Like, send me an invite six months away, like six months ahead of time. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so Rory said, uh, or McCarley, this is, um, what? Ma- Rory McElroy and a guy named McCarley. I'm trying to find his, it's not telling me his exact name, but. He is uh, Mike McCarley. He's the co-founder and CEO of TMRW Sports Group. So he's part of this TGL. And they had a, uh, their quote here. We've been working together on this for nearly two years. And every time we talked about it, it was always, this is going to be a complimentary project to the PGA Tour. We couldn't be happier that PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan embraced the vision immediately. And the tour got on board. We're happy to call the PGA Tour our partners on the project. So definitely like saying that. Uh, of course, nobody's read. You know, you don't have to read through any lines there. Just going against the live tour and saying that this is a complimentary. You're not going to get suspended. You're not going to any of this. Uh, also, Rory's comment was pretty good, saying that you have to play for 72 holes or the 70th hole, or said something about that. And and he said, well, the 52nd hole on some other tours. Just like another little dig. That's what Rory's enjoying those digs. But um, mm-hmm. it's basically going to be this sort of top golf but a little more obviously more virtual um in terms of like the arena is very small and they're going to be hitting into virtual targets i don't know it's gonna be cool it's a team event so that's very kind of like greg norman's just sitting there laughing like look at what i've done yeah Fucking. he's but if it promotes the game of golf we're all about it so we're gonna i'm gonna watch the tgl i think once it rolls around just to see what it's about i'm gonna be in a i'm gonna have a walker by then i'm gonna fucking be in a home yeah, 16 months, you know, you never know where you're going to be. But did want to touch on that a little bit and just kind of get your thoughts. And are you going to watch it? Are you like, does it interest you at all from this point right now in the, the very early stages of it becoming a thing? The fact that it's all virtual makes it not not interesting to me, in, in my opinion. Like, 
you can have a great simulator, but if you're hitting off turf, that's not giving you a legit read. You know, you're not getting a legit ball flight. You fucking hit six inches behind one. It still gets up in the air. It still goes. Um, just that. And I mean, the concept itself, I think it could possibly catch on with the general public. I don't know exactly how much I'm going to get up for it. Like maybe I flip to it, but it's not going to be something where I'm like tuning in, you know, unless it's for like 10 million or if they made it like a fucking hunger Games situation where they just like battle to the death. Like what two guys walk in, only one guy can walk out. That's a shit I get up for like violence sells. And I know I took this in a completely wrong direction, but if the golf, any golf tour could add some like boxing or some fucking MMA, some uh, Indian leg wrestling. Oh, is that? Should we cut that? Is that even a thing? Can I say that? Indian, yeah, that's just a thing. Oh well, I mean, it, everything's. I don't know. Um, what is it called? Oh, iguana wrestling. That's what the hockey guys call it, where they just fucking go at it with their legs. I don't know. I don't even know what that is, but uh, add some like physical violence in there. Fucking, I want to see Scotty Scheffler's fucking big old cleft chin get not cleft. Oh God, we gotta definitely cut that. Um, <laughs> His big old, like, what is that, butt chin? His Buzz Lightyear chin. Yeah, it's like the little butt chin. I just want to see him get... And everybody's just so soft. Like, you get one guy out there that golfs and can also throw hands. I would love that. <laughs> is that just... Have I t- gotten in a totally different Maybe direction? Maybe they just need to have you be a... a I'm like... Of the TGL and like a, like a guy that promotes content there. Yeah, like, I... Have you ever heard of, like, they have fucking guys in like the on nhl teams and nfl teams that's like a special projects coordinator that's like a job listing like i could be that for the tgl you're the new tgl special special whoa special projects coordinator still sober good god that's fucking shocking because we've done so many pods where we haven't been quite as sober but now i mean just yeah we're just just off the rails struggling you know i guess that's just how yeah i roll um overall not super interested. I guess we'll see once I get more of an idea. Like they gave such a general outline, it's kind of hard to say right now. So we'll see what happens. Just an ultimate quick, quick response to the no, tour. It's stupid. All right, let's get into uh, finish up this podcast with a little fairway or four. Uh, we should be having a guest on sometime next week. The pod may be a day released a day later next week. So be looking for that on Thursday instead of the typical Wednesday, uh, just with labor day and everything. Going to try to get this guest on and get him hopefully in studio, but maybe over zoom. Um, what's your fair way or four this week, Mitchell last week we did, uh, mine was, you know, like having more than two vacuums is psychotic behavior. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about food cause I'm kind of hungry. So I'm going to go in that direction. Uh, if you're eating Italian food and you're having like your typical, like Italian loaf, I, and I, I don't know who, who's in the wrong here or if I'm right or not. So this could be contentious. Probably not. Um, I love olive oil and bread. I don't, I prefer it over bread and butter. I love bread and olive oil. So is that fair way or four? Okay. So you're bread and olive oil over bread and butter. Dude, mom used we used to have bread and olive oil for dinner every single night. And that's why I look the way I look and I still love it. And that I just keep doing it like I'm just owning it at this point, but yeah. And I bought like humble brag. I've got like a bottle, $120 olive oil that just fucking like, I bought you guys a bottle for Christmas and Kylie went through it in what, like three weeks. It was quick. Yeah. That was fucking wild. Like I still have three quarters of mine cause I only use it like 
on a, it's like an occasion olive oil, but that shit is the best, like pure olive oil I've ever had. Um, and it just fucking hits so good. Like, I feel like bread and butter is a little, I, I don't want to shit talk it, but it's just a little more plain. I feel like, I feel like, don't you feel a little classier dipping bread in olive oil? Like, it's just got that little, like the, the fucking, the fucking gabagoo. The, the, it, it like is, it's got that like and you do class a little factor. balsamic in there yeah like or no not with that shit it's way too expensive and nice but that's like you saying wine doesn't have calories like it doesn't count as drinking that's like eating bread with olive oil doesn't count bread and butter 100 percent. yeah the butter Feel and me? The bread it all counts as one package yeah. but olive oil and bread no just straight no so calories. what's your are you fairway or four on that i'm I'm fairway. Okay. I'm fairway. I'd much rather have bread with olive oil. And olive oil is just more pure, I feel like. Pure? Pure? Whatever. It's just more of a pure, like, thing from the earth. Butter's just all processed bullshit. Yeah, well, I'll rock a fairway or four, and you kind of just alluded to it, actually. And I've said this on the pod, but now I want to get the votes. So I do, like, I do not believe wine counts as drinking. Like, if you (laughs) have a glass of wine with dinner... Like, and somebody asked if like, you drank drink. yesterday, like, do you, no. what do you say? No. I I think I agree. So fairway wine. I went through a phase where drink. I drank. I wanted to see how much wine I could drink and not like get sick. I, I drank two bottles and I threw up. Oh, okay. So see, I think I can go like a bottle and a half. I think I, I don't, I, I just love drinking wine. Like when I'm making dinner and then obviously finish the bottle the red, when I'm having dinner. See, and I, I like to buy nice red wine because it definitely like, it tastes a little bit better, but the hangover is way fucking better. Like when you drink, when you have quality shit, in my opinion, um, I just, I can tell quality wise, like a difference there. Or if you drink in your, if you're fucking slapping the Franzia bag, that's going to, you're going to be fucking cotton mouth in the morning. Yeah. You're waking up like that. Oh, there's nothing worse than that. Absolutely nothing worse. But if you drink like a quality red wine, my face is still going to turn into a fucking cherry tomato, but at least I'll feel like fine the next day yeah exactly so you're fair we're both fairway look at us that's uh we're just in agreement we are it's funny uh we when we were on the golf course like the first five holes we argued like a married couple and that's just kind of how we are and i bet this dude was like what the fuck who am i playing with he was a fun guy like we talked about but he uh he was probably questioning a little bit just because of how much we were arguing and if, if we even like each other. But I think just when you're as close as we are and, and uh, play golf as much as we have together, it just becomes a thing where Mitchell started out pissy, then I got pissy, then it just turned into a whole thing. But we had a good time. We're also playing golf this Friday uh, in the kickoff classic, second annual kickoff classic at Raccoon Creek. So make sure you're looking out for content for that. Make sure you're following us on all socials at Big Drive Energy Pod on TikTok. Just hit a million follow or a million likes, fifty thousand followers on TikTok. I actually had some dude the other day help me yesterday help me buy uh, put, load some cinder blocks into my truck at Lowe's because he saw I was on a TikTok guy. He's like, I told my wife and she didn't believe me, and then I showed her the TikTok and she said. <laughs> come up to, so this guy helped me load my cinder blocks so oh that was clutch TikTok first dude in the parking lot at uh overland today recognized us yeah just, so it's hard it's not, tough being famous but somebody's got to do it i guess has to do it we're in the public eye now all right make sure you're following us on all those socials <laughs> at big drive energy pod on insta at big drive energy on twitter checking all our stuff out liking our tiktoks liking our instagram page i want to give stuff. a i want to give a quick shout out to our member don johnson that always listens to this he's the fucking man 
Uh, he's always brought he brought us beers one week after he gave him some good picks on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. He's fucking clutch. And then he told me he has an uni pizza oven too. And he was like, I thought I was the only one that fucked it up every time. And so it was like super relatable. I loved it. I ha- made me feel way better about the situation. I don't think we've ever shouted him out. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. He's the man. Yeah. Those uh, keep those beers coming. Absolutely. Love, Thanks. love those lattes. There you go. All right. Until next week, uh, next week, hopefully have a guest on. So make sure you're tuning into that. Uh, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Party safe. Have a great time. Uh, We'll be working, so enjoy. Standard. Golf business. Love it. All right, until next week, we are out. Peace. Peace. Did you not want me to say Coors? Correct. It doesn't really matter, but it's also just... We're from Colorado. It's fucking... All right, buds, I'm going to get out of here. All right, buds, I'm assuming you don't want to come over and...